the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. We have heard the events of the paralyzed man brought to the feet of Christ by four friends. That's what I want to focus on today. What that friendship that brought that paralyzed man there. Christ is in a home in Capernaum where he is well known. The people here understand and recognize that he is the Christ, or at least they suspect so, because he is fulfilling the signs that they are constantly hearing about in the scriptures and therefore looking for in their lives. They come to him in droves and packs to be with him and to witness his words and his miracles. They are beginning to recognize that this Jesus is the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The one who can take the whole universe like a mantle, roll it up, and it will be changed, as we heard in the epistle. Christ today heals this man on account of the faith of the four friends, the faith that they held. The four four friends pushed through the adversity that blocked them from simply walking up to Christ. They decided to break up the roof of this home and lower their friend down to the Lord. Their faith helped them make this bold move. The paralyzed man is unable to help himself, so it is friends that bring him to lay before Christ. After the four friends help this paralytic, Jesus recognizes their act of faith and calls the paralytic his son. And at the same time, he forgives his sins. Christ heals the soul first. That is significant to notice. But by this, we see that the soul is primary and the body after it in importance. It is also important because here Christ does two things. He is clearly showing to all who know the words of God in Scripture that only God can forgive sins, and he does this. Only God can wipe away what separates us from him. Only after his divine forgiveness is given does he raise the man from his bed. Just as we all will be raised one day to perfection then when we are all before Christ's presence at his resurrection. It is only he who is able to give to the paralyzed man the healing of soul as well as his body that we have that can do this, that is Christ. Our Lord may not immediately heal our own bodies to all that lay before him, For only he knows what will help and save us. But the salvation of the soul will always take place for those who come into his presence, revealing their spiritual infirmities and the paralysis of their faith. All who come to Christ's presence are healed in soul when they lay before him by faith of friends and by their own longing to be healed. Christ heals the body of this man and raises him from the ground, but this dual act of healing of soul and body, by now all rec- by this act, all recognize that Jesus has power over soul and body. But they also see that the great loving friendship that this man had in his four friends was a great gift. Christ knows the secret of, that's hidden in our hearts of all those who are present here today, just as he did in that home in Capernaum. What we learn here is that he requires of us to make the effort that we can make, and to help one another in our own needs. We need friends to arrive in the presence of Christ, who changes everything. That is abundantly clear from the events of this miracle. Sin is paralyzing, and we need friends to help us heal. 
This is the reality of spiritual life. We aren't saved as individuals, but as persons in community and in the bonds of love with one another. It is friends who work to bring us into the presence of the Almighty God, who, becomes, who became a man, and that true friendship is known through that. This requires a great spiritual effort on the part of the whole community. This must be so because complete healing and the fullness of truth happen only in the presence of Christ that we experience here this day. We must get into Christ's presence to be healed. St. Nikolai of Zitra and Ordid says that there are three ways that we can come to stand in Jesus Christ's presence. By a revelation solely of the Lord's action, as he did for Saul, and for countless grave sinners in the history of the church who became saints. By friends who act as apostles to the wounded, as countless missionaries and your own everyday connections attest to and by our own efforts to strive to come to and remain in his presence. The other two ways, God's own action with nothing that we've done, and by the friends who lift us up to Christ and bring us into the church, those are ways that we don't have control of. They are in God's providence and in God's timing. If we only give our attention to the love of neighbors and our friends, God will act, just as he acted to heal the paralyzed man today. But for ourselves, we must knock on the door and give all that we have, warts and all. Then he will be there listening and looking that we have come to him. Just as the father of the prodigal son, which we heard about only just a few weeks ago, when he was looking for his son's return to his home. The father looked and embraced him. We could leave all of this here and be edified, but I would like to share with you just how to make this personal within your soul, those four friends that we have heard about today. Each of the three that we've heard about, the ways that we come into Christ's presence has its role, but only this last one is wholly our choice and our effort. That is where, for the sake of our soul, we must apply some more attention this morning. It is significant to point out that the four friends of the paralytic man, that that number is noticed by both St. Gregory Palamas and by St. Nikolai, who look at it in different ways, but ways that very much so go together. And we'll talk about that this morning. Both understand these as the reality we have just spoken of, of true friends bringing people to the presence of Christ in reality, in history. But also, they understand these events as having a lesson about bringing ourselves into the presence of Christ. That effort to stand spiritually in the healing presence of Christ the man is paralyzed, and we are like him, and that we are laid down in our sins in some area of our lives. We, too, are paralyzed. St. Gregory of Palamas offers this understanding of the four friends. We make the effort to break up the roof that is blocking us from Christ and be lowered to him. The roof is our own thinking that there is no way to get to God, that I'm beyond hope. We are unable to move, much less push through the crowd and tear a hole in a roof. But this effort of the friends is the community of faith in action, he says. That part of you that is paralyzed in sin requires the following, following your four friends to work with you, that you may approach God and be before Jesus. St. Gregory calls these four friends the recognition of our sins, 
holy confession, the renouncing of the sin that we have done, and prayer. These are our four friends, and we need a community to be able to do them. Only when we ask these friends for their assistance, he says, can we come to the one who is able to raise the paralysis of sin, raise us from it. Without them, that part of your life which is paralyzed will never get to Christ's healing. We must repeatedly ask these four friends to help us. And St. Nikolai offers yet another way to understand the four friends, but also the paralyzed man. He says, these are the five senses of our body, which other holy teachers have called the gateways to the soul. These senses were created in us to allow in holy things that feed the soul and uplift us and allow Christ's presence to enter within us. But they must be guarded, that they don't become gateways of sin. And St. Nikolai says that we can understand the paralyzed man as one of those senses that has become paralyzed and crippled by sin. It is an open doorway that is unguarded to the soul, that has repeatedly become the gateway to sin. And instead of the entryway to God, it must be healed to become again that entryway to God. He advises us that if one-fifth of your soul is paralyzed or sick, let us hasten with the healthy four-fifths before the Lord. And he will give health to the part within us that is sick. If one of our senses is scandalized by this world and made ill from the shock of it, let us hasten with the other four senses before the Lord that he may have pity on our sixth sense and heal it. So what does this mean? How do we do this? How does one sense aid the other to come before Christ? If the eye lets in lust, let the hands, the ears, the nose, the mouth not seek to feed that monster more. If a touch has ignited the flame of luxury, then let the eye, the ear, the nose, and the mouth not pursue more of that sleeping giant. If the ear has caught crass words or gossip, let not the eye, the nose, the mouth, or the hands seek out confirmation or repeat them, but let the chimera not multiply. Rather, we have four friends who remain healthy, that need to be shored up, for they are still your soul's active friends. Keep care of them, that they may carry their ill friend, the paralyzed sense, to Christ in the way that St. Gregory has taught us, by confession, by admitting our sins, by trying to turn away from them and by prayer. But also feed the senses with the good things of the church, for it is by those senses that the whole man may come to Christ, and the sin must flee then. Direct the eye toward the icons and have it witness the divine actions of the services. Have the ear hear the words of scripture and sacred hymns. Burn incense that the nose may gather the fragrance of holy things and be reminded of worship. Give the mouth some blessed bread that it may be reminded of the gift of the Eucharist and be a little, give it its own little thanksgiving. And give the lips, the hands, and the feet the touch of sacred objects. Whenever one of these senses becomes a gateway to sin, the soul succumbs and do not give it more. Recognize your paralysis. Then and there, bolster the others to have the strength to be carried before the feet of the Lord. Confess that weakness in the witness of a priest. Renounce the passion and receive the healing of prayer there and throughout your day. Dear people of God, our Lord, the God-man Jesus Christ, has provided all of this for us. He is able to heal us deep in our souls and in our bodies. Let us seek out 
the four friends, whether with the strong sensory organs that we have bolstered, that strengthen the one that has succumbed to sin and been made ill and helps bring it to the healing presence of Christ, and also St. Gregory's four friends of the soul to acknowledge our sin, to go home to confession, to renounce that sin and passion within us, and to pursue prayer. Call on those friends within you, but also help one another as your kin in Christ to be before the feet of Jesus, who is always ready to make us his children, as he proclaimed to the paralyzed man we've heard today, calling him son. This is how we put ourselves before God and become whole. In this way, the might of Jesus Christ will be heard in our ears. Your sins are forgiven. Rise, take up your pallet, and walk, and go home. Amen.